What is going on, everyone? Welcome to today's News Tonight, episode 21. If each episode were a year, we'd be old enough to drink, which is ironic considering what we're going to be doing tomorrow, but we'll talk about that more later on in the episode. <laughs> uh, I'm your host for this episode of today's News Tonight, Steve Bowling. I'm joined, as always, by my co-founders in Good Vibes Gaming, Ash Paulson and Derek Bittner. And today we have our very special guest whom I've had the pleasure of actually meeting in person. One of the first guests I've actually met in the real world, David Gilton. What's that? Uh, the real world? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We talk a lot about That's the before show, times think, on right? this show. <laughs> but how's we, it going, man? about the real world, like meeting people in the real world for, for a long time. But now it feels even more prescient. That it's like, oh, right. There are other people exist out there and we can actually talk to them, but not really because God forbid <laughs> yeah. we leave the house. <laughs> Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Uh, like nostalgic over. <laughs> so, so right David now, David, and I go way back. Oh yeah, you like, know how, the. Oh, go ahead, please. Sorry. Oh, yeah, David and I go way back. You're you're one of the people I've probably known in the industry the longest, man. Along with like Cat Bailey. Really? Uh, yeah, I think I think you and Cat are the ones I go back with the longest. Of course, uh, present company and I'd accept, uh, notwithstanding, Derek, Steve, you know, Game mm-hmm. Explain crew. But yeah, I mean, you, I've. I think we met what originally at PAX East years ago, years and years ago. Yeah, well, because uh-huh. well, because um, I found out that you existed basically through your dad's podcast, and um, your right. dad like talked That's about you being like into gaming and all this stuff. And I was just like, I got to meet this guy. <laughs> you know? so That's how I met. We started him. talking. <laughs> Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I mean, like, uh, yeah, because so, we start talking online, and then um, I think you you recognized me before I recognized you. You're like, oh, David, like outside like the media room or something. It's just like, okay. oh yeah, oh Ash, oh hey, what's up? <laughs> you know, so nice. Yeah, um, the rest f- is history. Fun fact. fun fact. I think three of us out of the four of us had the same favorite game of all time. Correct me if I'm wrong, David, but your favorite game of all time, like mine, is Chrono Trigger, and so yeah, is yours, indeed. Steve. Yeah, so it's, it's definitely three of the four there. of us have really good taste here. Derek, I don't know what's going on with you, man, but hey, <laughs> not, don't knock Super Mario Brothers three. Start no, is Super Mario, Mario Brothers three. Is, is, Mario three is great. Yeah, if yeah. I'd grown up with the Chrono Trigger, maybe, and I, I granted, <laughs> I got to a pretty early thanks to the PS one version, but I'm sorry, I played Super Mario Brothers three so many freaking times. I, I can fair I enough, know that fair game enough. front to back mostly. It's been a fair while. <laughs> <laughs> sorry steve i cut you off earlier um i was i was actually just gonna ask uh what david's been up to but i think he's frozen his video is oh, yeah. frozen? oh not again Am I yes frozen? his, his video's frozen but we can hear you yeah so, oh, okay all right so that works so audio we'll we'll hope that it sorts itself out but for now at least you're smiling <laughs> so yeah. there, yeah, there is that right um perfect perfect freeze frame <laughs> but yeah you're I mean, you're you mentioned Chrono Trigger and Time Froze, so there you go. <laughs> there you go. That is completely Perfect, yeah. valid. Off to my epoch, yeah. <laughs> All right, so so you know, normally we do this. You're uh, currently what's what's your role? You're you're freelancing, or or what are you up to these days, David? Yeah, um, so basically, I'm a freelance writer for uh, various projects and for various companies, including some game publishers here and there. Um, you know, some undercover, secret, hush hush stuff, mm. and uh, and also uh, to like uh, I've been kind of focusing more on the voiceover realm. Um, it's always been kind of like a thing I've, I've had like passion for, but never really kind of gave like the time to put like all you know put my all into it really. So uh, that's what I've been up to, and I did just recently. Uh, actually uh, finished narrating and producing a um, an audiobook actually my, my very first audiobook so wow um, hell yeah. yeah I'm pretty happy with that that that's is awesome. amazing man uh, congratulations that's pretty huge uh, thank you yeah are you are you allowed to share the name of your your audiobook can can we plug yeah, that uh, or absolutely yeah yeah um, so it's not up just yet because like Amazon has been kind of dig- digging their heels like in the audible front like getting like stuff out there but it should be up very very soon. Uh, it is called "Stay a While and Listen" Book Two: oh, wow. uh, Heaven, Hell, and Secret Cow Levels. So it's basically about uh, sure. Blizzard yeah. uh, back in the '90s when they were making Diablo II, StarCraft, and other games like that, and basically all the drama that was happening between Blizzard South and Blizzard North. Wow. Uh, oh wow! So, I, I uh, definitely want to check that out. I have a long yeah. and storied history with Diablo. Uh, it was like my dad's oh. game of choice when I was a teenager, and so mm. I would I would constantly hear what's his name, uh, Kane, like stay a while, okay, yeah. listen, <laughs> yeah, no. and I, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> sure. I I have I I have a weird nostalgia for that game that I really love. 
Um, I will definitely is... have to show you the um, uh, secret um, promo. You know, it's like a promo video I basically have put together, which I will post up uh, like publicly. Uh, but I can definitely show you like behind the scenes, just so I can kind of get like a taste of what the book's about. Oh, absolutely, man! I'd love to I see. Think that. You might like it. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. I played Diablo two for a month in the summer of two thousand. I really enjoyed it, but I mainly was looking for something to bridge the weight between Threads of Fate and Chrono Cross. It's, mm. I, I was, you know, I just could not wait till Chrono Cross, and you know that was back during the days where. You know, you're, we're younger, and we actually have time to or just kill about <laughs> games, and uh, you know, just like counting down the days to Chrono Cross is a release, and I need some, I needed something to uh, distract me, and that was Diablo two, and I had a blast with it. It was, it was a lot of fun. Never, I played a little bit of Diablo two, but I didn't get into Diablo until Diablo three. I, ironically, when it was not at its best, but I still enjoyed Diablo three for what it was. Played with friends, had a good time, and uh, yeah, I mean. I, I don't have a, a lot of fond memories, but I know f- friends just adore that game. My PC gaming friends. It For a is... lot of people I know, like it tops like their best games of all time lists and all that stuff. I like I didn't grow up as a big Diablo fan myself either, but like I did kind of recognize as far as you know it being a monumental title at the time. So mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, well, anyway, let's go ahead and jump on into our first news story of the day. Maybe it'll maybe it'll uh, shake David's uh, Discord feed into into motion. Uh, Is my video still? Cool yeah, it's there? it's fine okay. though. We'll, we'll we we imagine you in motion in our hearts. So <laughs> let's go ahead and jump over to our first story. Going to put that up on the screen now. It looks like uh, so we we mentioned this in the pre-show. Spider-Man Miles Morales uh, has been updated with a 60 frames per second ray tracing mode. Uh, so basically, the PS5 version, if you're not familiar, because it is available on PS4. Uh, obviously, this ray traced update is not available for PlayStation 4. Uh, but the PS5 version has a performance mode, or or rather, it had a performance mode that would give it 30 frames per second. Um, or I'm sorry, that would give it 60 frames per second, but drop all the advanced lighting features that are available on the PS5. And then you had f- uh, perform- or fidelity mode, which gave you that beautiful lighting, but cut your frame rate in half all the way down to 30. Uh, so somehow, Insomniac has found like a sweet middle ground where you can have your 60 FPS and uh, get your ray traced goodness at the same time. So... It's really cool that they managed to pull this off, and it sounds like, according to IGN, that this was done at the cost of like reducing crowd density and, and doing some other stuff, potentially lowering the internal resolution. Um, so I'm hoping like some of the people that are really good at this kind of thing, like Digital Foundry or someone, right. kind of dig into this mode and tell us hmm. what's going on under the hood, because... I don't know. It sounds cool to me. I like the idea of, of getting my 60 FPS and my ray trace lighting at the same time. Um, but maybe ray tracing is like that new kind of blast processing, as as David was mentioning in the pre-show, or maybe the pre-pre-show before we were live. Um, yeah, pre-alpha. Because it's one of those things where I do sense that there's a potential that people just will be like, ray tracing is really cool. And then when you go like, what is it? They'll be like, I don't know. <laughs> so, I mean, That's I mean, kind of what I was saying. The crash yeah. man in the in the chat here is what the hell is ray tracing? And from what I can, t- I think it's a lighting thing where it's more accurate lighting and it just sort of affects, like, gives it more realistic or something like that. I don't know. I think it causes like more shiny and re- like reflectiveness. I want to say because um, like I saw someone, I yeah, because like I saw I saw someone on, on Twitter actually uh, making the case for ray tracing by saying that the Miles Morales uh, PS5 port um, had like shining, like had the um, people who pass by Spider Man. Uh, actually shining or like actually reflecting off of like his uh his like suit like the suit they're more like reflective anyway um hmm. so you can actually see that in the ps5 version yeah so Guys, i got you taken care of race tra- ray tracing is obviously a rendering technique for generating an image by tracing the path of light as pixels <laughs> in an image plane and simulating the effects of its encounters with virtual objects or virtual objects i definitely did not just read that word for word from the wikipedia <laughs> article for ray tracing i just know what it is just yeah I, obviously come on obviously <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, everyone the knows that <laughs> it puts it a little simpler says photorealistic reflective properties for lighting yeah it's it's really cool um i do get the sense though that ray tracing will be this generation's bloom like, remember in the 360 yeah. and PS3 era where everything was blown out to hell, like, because right. they just way overdid it? Um, I have a feeling that that is going to be retreat. Like, if you look at Watch Dogs Legion running on Series X or PS5, 
Like it is, uh, everything is absurdly reflective. Like you'll walk by a thin <laughs> layer of water and you can see like a perfect reflection of everything in London in every puddle. And it's, mm. it's distracting. Um, you know, I get that it's really cool and people are going to lean into cool tech. I think Miles Morales does a really good job of like subtle, you know, reflective properties. Like mm. if Spider-Man's on the, you know, on the window of a, of a mirror finished building. Like you can see him very well, stuff like that. Like David mentioned, you can see yeah. small reflections in his suit, stuff like that. It's, it's good the way they do it. It's, it's very, uh, they, they didn't go crazy with it, but other games I've already seen, like it looks ridiculous. Like everything looks like it's polished yeah. to a mirror finish, which is off putting. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I still I, think I... it's, cool that they're kind of gr getting to grips with the hardware and improving performance even though the game's already out it is it, insomniac right. is really impressive it just makes me all the more excited for ratchet and clank when they put that out there and see what they do because again it's amazing how much craziness they can have happen in those games on the ps2 and still have it maintain a rock solid frame rate so pulling out an awful on the ps5 oh i cannot wait to see that in action <laughs> Yeah. I'm kind of curious to see like what just how much of a comparison there is to, to what kind of what you were saying, Steve, how how people utilize ray tracing compared to bloom lighting back in the PS3 360 generation. Because like I remember people, as you were saying, it was overused and it was blown out a lot of the time. But I it also never bothered me as much as it seemed to to bother some other people. Like I'm thinking about Wind Waker HG, for example, and it was it's so easy to find takes online about oh man, Wind Waker Wind Waker HD ruined the art style it it's so ugly it looks terrible there's too much bloom i thought it looked great i kind of yeah. like the, the level of bloom in wind waker hd so maybe i'm the outlier but or maybe i mean i was also please, the one that didn't but... notice the bloom in star trek 2009 so <laughs> i don't know i would I'm say i'm very bad at picking up those type of things that said i think mirror's edge had the most egregious example of bloom uh, i think uh -huh. i think uh if we're talking zelda twilight princess definitely overused bloom like, like much to oh, its detriment, yeah, yeah. like it hampered the art style of that game. Um, but yeah, I, I think that, I think that will you know, bloom is kind of like the, the gaming equivalent of, of having like a tacky outfit that you wore all the time or a bad haircut at a certain point in time. <laughs> and you like go back to it and you're just like, why did I make this choice? Why, <laughs> why did I do this to myself? But, uh, so I, I have a feeling like 20 years from now, assuming the world hasn't exploded and we're not all dead. Uh, we will we will come back and be like ray tracing was real cool but a few people liked it a bit too much um i think we lost mm. david like maybe entirely oh no we did no no i think he's just frozen again but i think we don't have audio uh, either oh, I don't yeah know if we have audio. yeah we're not hearing from him so we might not have audio he's anymore. been banished to the shadow realm <laughs> yeah exactly all right so with that in mind, well, I we have we're we're at least one for one with with bringing him back to life when we uh, when we uh, switch news stories. So why don't we throw the next story up on the screen and see what happens? All right, all right. So our next story uh, comes again, courtesy of IGN. Uh, this is so XCloud is coming to iOS and PC in the spring of 2021. Uh, Microsoft's cloud streaming service for Xbox games will be made available on Apple iOS devices and Windows PCs. Uh, they mentioned this in a new Xbox blog post where they go on about, um, what was it, increased interaction uh, on Xbox Live after the, following the Series X launch. I think it's uh, it, it's one of those blog posts that's really hard to parse. So I'm glad IGN pulled like mm. the most relevant bit of information out of this um, because uh -huh. I was like, increased engagement. I ain't reading this. <laughs> I, just, I was like, <laughs> this reads like, like a PowerPoint slide at a business meeting. Um, with that being said, Oh, we lost David altogether. We're going to keep I mean, the story. Just come back. Oh, here we no, go. I think you might be coming back now. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Perfect. 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 So um, I'm going to keep the story on screen a little bit <laughs> longer than I normally would <laughs> uh, while we, while we sort through this. But uh, so basically in a new Xbox uh, blog post Microsoft confirmed that a beta version of the Game Pass Ultimate system would be available in the spring. PC users will get to xCloud using the Xbox app, which you can download from the Microsoft Store. And if you're on iOS, you have to use a web browser to play xCloud because Apple has kind of these ridiculous restrictions in place on how... Sounds like Apple. You, yeah, uh, Apple. yeah, exactly. It's it's a very <laughs> Apple, Apple, Apple move. So yeah. Apple's going to go ahead and, and continue. Um 
and that I, I don't know. I, I think this is a great move. I think yeah, I, I really like this. Microsoft is is trying hard to get xCloud onto more and more devices, but every time I read about xCloud coming to something new, I just think, what about Switch? <laughs> where's yeah, where's exactly. my xCloud yeah, client exactly. for Switch? Yeah. I will, yeah, I will I see still, you. Come to PC, yeah. but get my own Switch, and I'll be really happy. I still have faith it's going to happen. I, I, I feel like we might still see xCloud on Switch someday. I, I, I do think that our, our collective uh, dreams of playing Halo, the Master Chief Collection on Switch, may yet come true still. We'll see. I, I think that's more when, of a people but, just like, I can play Banjo on a Nintendo console again, a modern Nintendo that, console. That too. Like, it would be so nice, to, even, if, even if it is that's the workaround, just to be able to play Banjo-Kazooie on mm-hmm. Switch would be so cool. Yeah, so... And, uh, Game uh, uh, kind of related to this, uh, they, they Microsoft said Game Pass is doing very well. Apparently, sales are up forty percent in November compared to last year. Which I think their messaging on Game Pass has been really good, and that word of mouth on just the value of it has really taken off. So, mm-hmm. ap- apropos of nothing, I think that the um we might be waiting on a Switch Pro or something, and, and you might think, well, be. why would you yeah. need a Switch Pro to run streamed games? But Nintendo's wireless in the Switch is really bad and really slow, even if you have really yeah. great internet. Um, you know, I have I have gigabit internet here, which is insanely fast. I downloaded Cyberpunk, which is 107 gigabytes in about 20 minutes. Wow. So wow. that is ridiculously okay. fast. I can't I, it took me 45 minutes to download Hyrule Warriors wirelessly. So yeah. that should tell you something about the quality that that uh, Nintendo put into the wireless chip in the Switch. So it might really just be that we're waiting for an upgraded uh, wireless chip in, in a new piece of Nintendo hardware to allow xCloud to stream at, at the levels Microsoft deems appropriate. Because I can't imagine that they would be mm-hmm. big fans of the service, you know, not working appropriately on, on consumer devices. Yeah, exactly. you, you want those Xbox games to consistently look good. So... Um, hopefully that, that is a thing. And, and see, this was, right. this story was, oh, perfect. There we go. We All had right. just enough juice in that story to get Together. David back. So we are back. All right. There that it is. is. Any thoughts right. on xCloud, xCloud coming to iOS and PC, <laughs> David? <laughs> I hope it's not rainy. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, but um, yeah, Discord being Discord. So apologies. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's totally fine. I mean, we have had our own fair share of Discord troubles here on Good Vibes Gaming. Uh, you know, if you didn't mm-hmm. notice, the show started like Discord. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're, we're definitely not nabbing that Discord sponsorship anytime soon. Um, we, we got oh, a go couple ahead. of great uh, Final Fantasy puns in the chat here. Charlie Bird says... Put Final Fantasy VII on Game Pass so we can have Cloud on xCloud. And then 112, not to be outdone, says, since Final Fantasy XII is on Game Pass, is that <laughs> wonderful? Oh, God. <laughs> I, 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 uh, like that. I like that wonderful. That's, that's, that's good, 112. Nicely done. Nicely done. <laughs> By the way, I've seen a few questions in chat on my uh, Kirby. I actually got this for Amy. This is one of her plushes. This is Angel Kirby. Or Cupid. Nice. No, actually, no, it's I think it's Cupid. Or is it Angel or Cupid, Cupid. Kirby? Cupid Kirby. It's Cupid Kirby, right? For, yeah, one yeah. of the two. So he has his little bow. He has his heart here, <laughs> heart heart arrow, and we got it. That's more am- Kirby. amazing mirror, right? Or is it Squeak Squad? I think it's amazing. Mirror. I have to I have to point okay. out David's showing off his incredible Kirby on uh oh on nice. as well. What he's nice. what he, his also more subtle flex is that he's got just loads of E three badges and stuff yeah. hanging yeah. behind Kirby. Uh-huh. Like E3 PAX badges and various other conventions. Covered in Proof that conventions pass. are a thing that did happen. I know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Those are going to be relics. <laughs> I know, right? Those will be Let's some see if orange I can balance shoot. GB Tetrisu on my shoulder here. Let's see how yeah, long good luck. Yeah. We're, we're going to have to get him getting... get him some Velcro Remember when people actually pads. got together and played video games together? <laughs> right. Uh, those were the days. <laughs> oh, God. I, I someone in the chat that I don't recognize, so I apologize if I just don't remember you. Pawn or Podunk UU Podunku Podunku uh, says I theorize that Microsoft probably wants XCloud uh, on Switch. Maybe it's something on Nintendo's end, considering we still don't have other basic streaming apps like Netflix or Crunchyroll. Mm. Uh, that is an interesting I mean, that point. Might be the whole isn't Hulu on on Switch? How how well does that run? That's Hulu? a great question. I, I think mean, Hulu's on Switch, is it? 
No, it is. It's it's is like it? one of the only okay. service streaming services that is actually. Netflix, I know Netflix is. is. Oh, yeah, Netflix isn't. Fine. I mean, no, Netflix yeah. isn't on uh, that. So oh. it might be the whole Wi-Fi thing. Oh, <laughs> they needed upgraded Wi-Fi in order to do that better. I do. So I do though. apologize. One one two. It is really good. So they it runs great. So I don't know. I don't know why these other services aren't on there. It makes sense. So but... I I feel like I need to point this out because I'm usually pretty good about this. Uh, I didn't recognize Podunk UU because they just joined. They became a five dollar oh. patron during the show. Oh, wow. And joined the live wow. chat. So Thanks. welcome aboard, awesome. Podunk. Thank you. Thank you so much. Welcome uh, aboard. Yeah, we Got appreciate that. Got the one-two punch of support right there. Yeah. I also, <laughs> I feel a lot better about not recognizing the name. I feel oh. validated in a way. <laughs> uh, welcome, welcome. Yeah, indeed. Getting new producers, new EPs, new live audience members. Love it. <laughs> Love it. All right. Okay. So let's go ahead and move on to story number three. And that is that, uh, and and this is unfortunate. Cyber uh, Game Informer had to put out a PSA that Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven can cause epileptic uh, seizures or episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, this comes by way of Liana Rupert, uh, who yep. I do believe has ha, uh, is afflicted with epilepsy. I could be wrong about that. She is. Um, yeah. Yeah. And I, yeah. I I just want to point out something that is somewhat related, tangentially related. Uh, this poor woman got attacked for putting this out. Uh, she so received she did. not only How just dare she say something bad about this game when it hurt her literally. Yeah, yeah. this is this is um yeah. the shittiest thing I've encountered in a while. So she she just put this out for other folks that are in her same situation. It is it is an ostensibly kind thing to do to let people know that hey, if you if you are prone to photosensitive episodes, then maybe 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 just uh hold off on cyberpunk till they patch it that's great that's that is doing the community a service uh, and it does and, recognize it too so that's that's good uh, yeah. progress in that regard so yeah and they uh she got sent videos that were designed to trigger those episodes and that is yeah. uh, disgusting so whoever you trash. are like whoever yeah trash i just yeah the, the, I mean, the folks it, that are I doing think that a lot of it just... is, is definitely through like the Twitter kind of platform and just kind of people feeling like they, they can kind of like go out and kind of say whatever they want in that regard. Um, Liana, unfortunately, is no stranger to this type of verbal yeah. abuse. Um, I've had to um, witness it as well as hear about it a lot from her personally uh, since I'm good friends with her. And um, it's just, you know, it, it is it does, it does kind of like shake a little bit of your faith in humanity whenever you see this sort of yeah. thing, uh, yeah. or at least in the gaming community anyway. But um, it, it, that's why it is important to kind of like focus on people like Liana, like who are positive forces uh, within the gaming industry who are uh, bringing things like this forward. So, yeah, absolutely. You know, the more yeah. the more visibility we can get on stuff like this, because this is at its core an accessibility issue, right? Yeah. Um, and right. as we've said many many times on this show in the past, and we will continue to say in the future, uh, there is no downside to accessibility. There are absolutely none. Um, you know the. I, I wish CDPR would have caught this and, and that the game wouldn't have shipped in this state. That that t- alone is is a little troublesome, worrisome. Um, I've run two streams for the game today. We've had a disclaimer on the bottom of the screen thanks to uh, Anne Munition, a content creator who put out like a free epilepsy warning video that you can put on top of your stream. So we used that uh, on both of our streams today. And we will continue to for any content we make surrounding Cyberpunk, you know, until such time that it's patched out. Um, yeah, and CD Projekt Red right. did um, bring uh, respond to this. That they uh, they tweeted out, "Thank you for bringing this up. We're working on adding a separate warning in the game aside from the one that exists in the EULA um, regarding a more permanent solution. Dev team is currently exploring that and will be implementing it as soon as possible. But as many people brought up, how did this pass QA?" Yeah, mm-hmm. that like, that to me it, it, it's been a I thing mean, that people are aware of ever since Pikachu, you know. Or, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, with Pokemon Show yeah, and all that. Yeah, Pokemon. So um, there's a reason Porygon never showed up in the anime again because of that. So, so I can say as someone who has worked within like just like tech industries in general throughout most of my career, uh, that most uh, tech industries, um, and I, I imagine gaming kind of falls under this, uh, don't have their own dedicated um, accessibility department basically. And QA generally does not serve that role. They're just looking for bugs and anything that's game breaking, basically, but nothing that's actually uh, and nothing that actually can be problematic on, on the accessibility front. So 
Um, I imagine only like maybe like, you know, EA, Ubisoft, like bigger companies basically may have that. I can't say that for sure, but it's unfortunately not a mainstream thing uh, within tech industries as a whole. So, yeah, no, I, I can attest to that. I've, I was at one point a very long time ago, a, a QA tester in the games industry. And, and yeah, it, it was literally just a checklist of mundane things to do. There was never like anybody, you know, even thinking about that kind of stuff. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I think it's great that it's becoming more mainstream. Uh, I think, as Ash mentioned yeah. on our last episode, accessibility is having something of a moment right now. And I hope that that isn't that it isn't just a moment. You know, I hope it continue. It becomes a industry standard practice. Um, you know, games like The Last of Us Part Two and and uh, Ghost of Tsushima have some great accessibility options. Steve Saylor out there, who I who I shout out whenever I can, is doing a great job championing accessibility for people. Um, so you know, Steve the more Spawn also, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. A lot of gamers, a lot of good yeah. Steves in the accessibility space. <laughs> so... yeah. They're dominated by Steves. All the Steves just taken yeah. over that space. <laughs> I missed I missed my calling here apparently. Um, so yeah, you it's... Guys... oh go ahead please. Do you, uh, just there, there's some uh, back and forth going on in the chat with Rob Arman X suggesting that perhaps not for sure, but perhaps this did get caught by QA and the higher ups were just thinking maybe this we need to get this game out. Ship not it, high priority worry about yeah. this later do you think it's possible that that this was I, flagged and, and management I'll, was just like you know what we'll we'll deal with that if it happens i think well, i think oh go ahead uh, or derek sorry the weird thing is is that I, I linked to another one is that they didn't uh somebody point out uh ringy renee on twitter pointed out uh in, in an article that they hadn't warned anyone that they put this in the game because according to liana when suiting up um the, uh, the headset fits over both eyes and features a rapid onslaught of red and white blinking LEDs, much like the actual device neurologists use in real life to trigger a seizure when they need to trigger one for diagnos- diagnosis purposes. If not mo- modeled off the IRL design, it's a very spot on coincidence. And because of that, uh, this is one aspect I would personally advise you to avoid altogether because it's a pattern of light specifically designed to trigger that epi- epileptic yeah. episode. And Wow. Because of that, it's it's when it's so specifically designed, it's meant to emulate that sort of thing. They had to have researched this. It's not something you exactly. just know. Yeah, I mean, I feel like that's something that we're not going to find out unless someone from QA does speak up. You know, and yeah. uh, you know, yeah. who knows that there's like some sort of contractual obligation that they won't be able to at least until a certain some you know amount of time passes or whatever it may be. But you know, um, if it was something that was just left by the wayside because it wasn't a high priority issue. Uh, mm-hmm. Boy, howdy is high priority now because this has really gone on the limelight at this point. Yeah. yeah, I mean they've been surrounded by all kinds of issues surrounding Cyberpunk 2077, and it's just which kind of ugly. It's <laughs> it's a shame fronts. because it, yeah. so far, and and I have only four four ish hours under my belt. It's it's a good game. I mean, but it's also hard to you know look at this stuff and and think. Uh, my my take on this is that I like to assume that people are operating with good intentions. You know, I, sure. I, I don't want to live in a world where I assume somebody saw something like this and was like, yep, seizures. Cool. You know, like I, I really <laughs> yeah, don't yeah. want to think that that's Unless a thing they have, like, that a track happened. record for it or something. But, right. Yeah. <laughs> right. You know, this is, this is the first time something like this, and this is objectively terrible, um, has come out of CDPR. Like they've done things that are definitely tone deaf, insensitive. Um, yeah. But this is a different. Well, they're also level. a Polish dev too, and like obviously being like a Polish dev, like their um, I don't know sense of morality is going to be like a little different, you know, depending on cultural views. Like I, I do notice yeah. that anyway, like with like European nations, with Asian nations as well. Like people just kind of generally have a different, um, I guess, like not as woke viewpoint of the world. I guess as people in the United States. <laughs> That's do. fair. Mm. Yeah, it's it's or at uh, least, yeah unfortunate, but I I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt. The response on Twitter that they gave was good it was Mm -hmm. you know like hey thank Mm -hmm. you for bringing this up we're definitely working on it we know what's going on um and it could have been something i'm I'm gonna give them the benefit of the doubt and say you know i'm hoping that they just overlooked this obviously if it came out that they knew about this and let it slide that's oh (laughs) like like you said david that that is a big deal kind of problem so um, i I want to say it is that they overlooked it um 
um not purposely but like just just you know just by accident just not even thinking about it um but yeah i mean like i think this this is a good growing point uh, for them but also for other studios going forward especially studios who are looking to make you know big games like this that have so many moving parts to it that you know you can't really pay as much attention to each moving part as you would like to right and it's worth yeah. noting that these poor folks you know it's well known that they were overworked in the creation of yeah. this game like and, the and there was a lot, still real. <laughs> yeah there, there's a lot of shit you can overlook when you're yeah. tired <laughs> you know i hate yeah. to say yeah. it and yeah. put yeah. it in I those just don't care it's like ah not that many people will be affected by it like what's that yeah well yeah one percent that's Whatever. that's a viewpoint for a lot of them yeah well yeah it's not yeah. only that but, like yeah. I mentioned this on one of our first episodes, you know, there, there were nights where I would stay up and, and be writing scripts for videos and I, it'd be three in the morning or something. I would have gotten up at six the morning prior and I would just realize that the quality of my work was tanking hard because I was just, yeah. I, I wasn't in the right headspace to continue working and I would have to force myself like to peel away and get some rest and then go look at it. And, <laughs> yeah. Night, would be <laughs> Nine yeah. times out of ten, I would go back and look at what I wrote in those hours and think like, wow, this is trash. Like, this is nowhere near what I should be doing and, and start over anyway. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it's entirely possible that maybe somebody did notice this and meant to do something about it. And just, you know, you're working 18 hour days and, and your mind isn't as clear as it would be if you just went home and got some sleep. So, 100%. yeah. All right. Right. Assuming that might be best to wait six months to a year for patches come out them to take hopefully address the transphobia issues hopefully address the uh epileptic issues and get iron out a lot of the bugs and maybe make a more firm pr uh pr product well, when you say the transphobia this... okay yeah. go ahead Oh yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, I was, I was gonna ask, like follow, follow up, like asking, like by uh, by like the transphobia issues. Are you talking about the um, uh, there was like the uh, fake ad that's like in game um, of like an energy drink or something like that, and it shows like a woman with like a penis or something like that. Is that Maybe, what you're talking yeah. about, Derek? Not too familiar. The, the the big thing I've heard about it, but I've not looked into it too deeply myself about the exact um, transphobic transphobic aspects. But I have also heard that you know gender is determined by voice, and that was a big thing for uh, okay trans culture yeah. um it's there's just also there's also some transphobic aura. tweets now and, and the person who made those tweets has been fired to be fair you know and in total you know in the, in the uh interest of fairness but there's yeah there's tone deaf imagery in the game that's you know that could be considered transphobic the whole thing with the voice being based uh you know your gender being based on your voice choice and then of course the social media aspect you know I'm... cdpr just isn't known for their for mm. being particularly progressive uh, I mean, I haven't played the game, but I mean, like, because I because I always thought that like when you create a character in the game, that there's no gender that you pick, and the gender's not you know, outwardly um, made made out in the game anyway. It's just more of like how you look and all that. That's correct. So, but I think I think I could be wrong on this. Um, like I said, only four hours, right? So I haven't tooled mm -hmm. around a lot. Right. Um, but I think. But you made your character though, so you know how to character creation. Yeah, goes, your right? your pronouns I think are decided for you though. So like if. Okay. If, if you make a masculine voiced person, you get he, him pronouns in the game. Okay, if so you it's make based a, on the voice tone. Yeah, okay. yeah. So so there's no outward like selector of, of gender. And you can definitely have a non-binary appearance, but whatever you choose mm. for that voice decides your pronouns. And uh, that's really unfortunate because that might be hard to fix. Silly oversight. Mm. Well, and like, what, and what an obvious oversight if you're, I mean, but again, I don't, unfortunately, CDPR being who they are, I, I'm guessing it just wasn't a priority for them. I think, again, this kind of goes back to around to being like cultural as well. So like it's just yeah, not right. seen right. as a priority kind of thing. But now, I mean, obviously with like Twitter culture, yeah. I mean, they're kind of like are, are recognizing at least in this case. Yeah, they're more in the world. Yeah. They got to I think they're realizing, oh, crap, we're more on the worldwide stage now. So we got to. Yeah. 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 We got Keanu Reeves in your game. So, yeah, you should have a lot more eyes on your game for exactly. sure. <laughs> One thing I yeah. will say is, is even if the even if the epilepsy, you know, the the mistake was made in good faith and it was just overlooked and that's certainly possible i wish we could prosecute every asshole who sent her yeah. the, the oh yeah imagery or the videos, videos designed yeah. to trigger her I, they should be prosecuted and they should go to jail for that I, straight up and i know it'll never happen and i know mm -hmm. i'm sure there are plenty of people out there who'd be like oh you know you, you you woke asshole you know just stop being such a snowflake no screw that man you're that should that, be considered that assault is actively trying to yeah cause harm yeah. that assault yeah is, yeah it's like design in mind 
So yeah, yeah. I, well, this is kind of getting like a little off topic, but I mean, like, since Twitter's already kind of like policing people's tweets, I mean, they could very easily police any sort of like you know video content that could trigger epilepsies. I mean, that's yeah. certainly something that's within their power. Clearly, you know. Well, we all know they're yeah. so good at designing algorithms to police media content. Yeah. <laughs> ever ever try nailed it? Yeah. So... <laughs> Charlie um, Bird says CD Project really guys. Oh wow. Yeah, oh, yeah. I want to. Yeah. I just want to close this out with my thoughts on, on those same folks, uh, as Ash mentioned. If if uh, any of those folks ever see this episode, please accept my my biggest, loudest fuck you. Uh, you <laughs> yeah, should never, well ever said. be... Uh, fuck yeah, you. yeah. <laughs> fuck all the way off and, and get the fuck out of here. I don't... No. If you, you, if you set out to cause harm to someone on the internet, you shouldn't be on the internet. It anyway, sounds like a unanimous and... fuck you across the around the horn here. <laughs> yeah. And you know, it's no surprise, but uh, somebody responded to uh, to her review talking about it, it was a uh, I think the quartering was complaining about oh, her review yeah. and responded to that tweet saying, "Hey, I uh, I'm a male reviewer and I gave uh, Cyberpunk a lower score than she did. Why aren't you going after me?" And we all know why. Because yeah. of the misogyny that just runs rampant in this industry. And why would you want people to go yeah. after you anyway for a review that people don't like? Like I don't understand. <laughs> well, and what is it with like yeah. game enthusiasts and the way they identify they 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 they, they protect brands. They identify with the games they play and it's like sure. it's an affront to their identity I, I if, if they get a low score. It's very it's odd. Absurd. We're getting yeah. into psychological terms here now, Ash. This yeah. would be like a three-hour podcast. <laughs> We're talking yeah, about all this for sure. Right. <laughs> all right. Not the so... games you play, people. We we have we have used I'm a Mario the name <laughs> of uh, right wing gaming's Voldemort. So I think I think now's a good time to move on to a different story. Yeah. Get the get the taste of that bearded freak out of my mouth. All right. <laughs> On to happier news. Uh, <laughs> uh, our, what seems like an obligatory <laughs> mention at this point, uh, Daniel Ahmad, uh, Zuj EX, Daniel Ahmad, industry analyst, mm. known for his uh, known for his coverage on the Chinese gaming industry for the most part, um, tweeted out today, Prince of Persia, the Sands of Time remake has been delayed to March 18th, 2021. The delay is to improve the game. It was originally scheduled for January 21st. Um Surprise! I mean, I, I honestly I find this funny because we were looking, we were looking in the post show on Monday. We were looking at what was coming up in January, and I mentioned that I was like, "Oh, Prince of Persia is coming out in January," and you know, we'll see how that turns out. Because I'll be honest, that reveal trailer didn't do a lot for me, despite loving the original Sands of Time. So, Same. hopefully, this will iron things out. I don't know if two months will do a lot. But... Not a lot, but some bug fixes here and there, maybe I... or something performance. Yeah. I so genuinely hope a they touch make a up the visuals yeah. here. Not like a big difference, but it'll make a difference. So. Yeah. So. I'm, I'm hopeful. I'd like to see something nice out of this because I do enjoy the Sands of Time. And Well, Derek, sounds know. like you're reviewing this one. <laughs> Probably. Volunteered. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, crap. <man. laughs> oh, really? I mean, they do the, other, the rest of the games in this trilogy as remakes as well, if this does well. Uh, boy, that second game needs some work. <laughs> mm. <laughs> get Right. That's like the lowest score one, I think, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah Warrior Within. Yeah. Maybe stop playing the series because uh, I, I wow. saw that. I'm like, this isn't Prince of Persia. This is like, I, I think I played a demo where the bot you on the on the um, boat and immediately have uh, girls butt cheeks in your face, butt rock going on. Wow, booty Way more. <laughs> it's just like, well, no, I'm that's good. a first. Yeah. <laughs> <Just>. yeah. <laughs> So like the review score, like in the cons, it would be like too much booty, booty butt cheeks. <laughs> <laughs> too much booty butt cheeks. I give that game so six out of, out of ten. ten. <laughs> booty butt cheeks, yeah. too much. <laughs> I give that game an ass pulse and out of ten. <laughs> you know, ironically, like uh, one of yes. one of the first uh, streams that Ash, Derek, and I did together, like as we were uh, that potentially served as the incubator for the idea of good vibes gaming was us all uncomfortably watching a cosplayer be be strutted around a stage by koei tecmo uh Which so here for but it's, it's still funny. oh wow yeah it's, it's still funny mm-hmm. but it's i mean it's <laughs> it whatever it, 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 people enjoy whatever you can enjoy whatever the heck they want but japanese twitter thought it was funny pretty to, funny of us it, to be... <laughs> it just feels sort of awkward to be with two other you know other people watching this like um uh-huh okay <laughs> all right. so you all gonna yeah. do hyrule warriors or not 
Yeah. All right. So oh, yeah, I, I mean, I don't have too much to say about Prince of Persia. I've never been a big fan of the series, but I've heard that the Sands of Time is awesome. I can't say the reveal trailer of the remaster did much for me. So I think maybe a couple of months in the oven is a good idea. Yeah. Uh, but I'm curious to hear your thoughts on it, Derek, as a as a dyed in the wool Prince of Persia fan. So the, well, at least that, that, that game, at least that game, 2008 that game. game. I, I, yeah. I like that one. Um, mm-hmm. But Sands of Time is good because, you know, it has because of the whole it's a story the game's being told as as uh, later so it's being told as a story so when every time you mess up and die and you can't rewind uh when you rewind or actually whenever you die uh, yeah screwing that up but anyway whenever you die it's like no 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 that's not right i told the story wrong let me restart right right <laughs> little things like that that was pretty you, unique, you be, unique at the time ubisoft right. has done a good job with their storytelling lately i've been playing assassin's creed valhalla and immortals phoenix rising kind of like in tandem um and i've really been enjoying both of those from a narrative perspective like uh you know one is obviously a very serious game valhalla takes itself very seriously right uh but immortals phoenix rising is so fun because it's so light like you know the whole time uh, prometheus and zeus are like narrating your adventures and zeus is like this petulant man baby that like is constantly just talking smack like it's actually so he's Twitter, basically. Yeah, he's <laughs> he's he's Twitter with with a with an edit button. So, so he's an improvement on Twitter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it's it's pretty good. I'm I'm curious to see this. I sense a time like you, Ash. I don't really have a a history with this game. I think I tried it once upon a time, but mm-hmm. didn't click for me either. So, Derek, I'll be I'll be real curious to hear it. I I'm hoping that this is to polish up character models because I thought they looked a little rough. Yeah. I think that might be the big thing they need to really. Yeah. One, I remember watching the trailer and thinking like, Oh, I'm so happy for people. And then I spotted like, no joke in the trailer, like the same NPC, like next to each other, like yeah. in, in your, in your trailer. I was like, you guys, like, did no one notice that this is the same character model repeated? Like not even in different shots. They were just shoulder uh-huh. to shoulder. <laughs> I'm like, you, you got to yeah. try a little bit. I, it'll be a wild one to go to that one and see how it turns out. Um, hopefully good, though. Yeah, that would be a I fun, mean, like, it... trailer comparison video to do. Like, <laughs> if it somehow got worse, like, yeah. that would be impressive. Yeah. It's like, how do you even do this? It's like, <laughs> you know? They put it in the oven oh, for two Rob more Marman months and X, they burned this is, it. Uh, this is a bad sign. Supposedly the dev, t- dev team is like 10 to 15 people and we're given table scraps for, of a but- for a budget by Ubisoft. Those are huh. the rumors anyway. That's okay. fair. I can definitely believe that. Yeah, um, I, 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 I will say the uh, Prince of Persia game that I put the most time into is the original one, the Apple II. Uh, <laughs> wow. It's in Sands of Time, so I tried it out, and ooh, that's, a, that's an interesting it's, turn because it's so yeah. precise. <laughs> it's very precise. I mean, like, the whole thing, I mean, obviously, um, with it having, like, the animation that it has, like, it was very impressive back then. Um, but, uh, yeah, like with Sansa time, I mean, like I only played like a little bit of it. I didn't play it all the way through, but it's definitely like a game that, you know, I always want, I want to get back to around at some point or whatever. Um, so this would be like a good, you know, good, good chance to do that. But, uh, you know, doing like a remake or like a remaster of it in this case, I believe. Um, then, um, yeah, I mean, like, I think it will be great. Like just, to give it more time, just like anything else. I'm always a fan of like, just take your time, give as much time as you need to this game to make it as good as possible on day one. So let's stop the cycle of like releasing games that are half baked, and then you come out with like a day one patch or day thirty patch or something like that when it's actually yeah. playable. You know all this stuff. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm always in favor of uh, of delays. You know, yeah, for, for sure. like mental health people yeah. or for the actual game itself. Yeah, yeah. The big takeaway from Prince of Persia. Now that I'm thinking about more of it, like remembering more. Excellent platforming. Yeah, okay, but combat very samey combat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got that sense of it for sure. Yeah, yeah. All right, so with uh, Prince of Persia out of the way, uh, why don't we move forward to our next story, see what we've got. Indeed. So Ghost of Tsushima won the Player's Voice poll for the Game Awards, so I'm surprised. I yeah, like this I game a lot, and I'm that. so really surprised. You know, <clears throat> I was originally surprised when I saw this, and then I thought about it, and I was like, okay, well... 
the last was part two. This is the player's choice, right? So we got a lot of, as we know, the game gamers are gamers. I mean, this is the gaming community. We got a lot of homophobic people out there who just hate the last was part two on principle because it's got Ellie and it's got uh, you know you and you play as a muscular ripped woman at some point as well. So you know you got a lot of misogynistic homophobic people out there who are going to not vote for the last was part two on principle. And then there's FF Seven remake, which I've said this before. I just think Square Enix games in general are not the kinds of games that win things like this because of mm-hmm. the anime aspect. You know, the the anime aspect just makes it... The, Leave the that to the Wii. So. <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah, exactly. I just don't think that a game like FF7 Remake is going to win over it's the... It's a damn shame. Because it, is, it is a technical oh, yeah. marvel of the game, honestly. Oh, yeah. Oh, it, it's my choice for sure. But I just, you know, there's I that crowd out there yeah. that hates anime on principle anything that even reminds them of anime it sucks to them well hopefully so, country roll can change their mind yeah. <laughs> right so yeah in that light after i thought about those two points i was like you know what i'm actually not as surprised as i initially was that this mm-hmm. went to ghost of Tsushima. Uh, according to um Wata, uh, uh says i saw and last i saw ghost and last of us two were within a percent of each other so it must have been close and Michael Phone says the poll got botted by 4chan when The Last of Us was winning. So there uh, it is. Might be there. But that said, I think it makes sense that Ghost of Tsushima did win out. It's sort of non controversial. It's, it's in that sweet spot. It's not anime ish like Final Fantasy. It's not in it. like 80s. Yep. Uh, Animal Crossing wasn't going to win a poll like this. I think most Nintendo fans don't tend to care or not enough droves mm. to. Yeah. yeah. People playing Animal Crossing are not voting on Game Awards stuff. Uh, right. for the vast majority. And Ghost of Tsushima, I've heard, is great, but doesn't do any one thing particularly mind-blowing. It's just a really good overall game, which is fine. Really solid game that plays it right. safe, basically, I would say. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Right. Which makes sense why I would actually win that whole thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, um, also being like free of a controversy too, as opposed to like The Last of Us Part Two, because um, I mean, I certainly have my issues with The Last of Us Part Two, but like none of it yeah. obviously like uh, links to me being like a misogynist or like you know, or, or, or like, homophobic course, or anything yeah. like that. Yeah, but uh, th- there are legit concerns like with like you know the storytelling with the, you know with like The Last of Us and even some of the gameplay aspects. Like I certainly could go into detail about it. Like I won't here, but um, <laughs> but like I, you know I can certainly go into detail. So I think because of the fact that I did have so much controversy to it and it's so schismed especially in the online community, um, certainly open it up for something like Ghost of, Ghost of Tsushima to, you know, to take it, even though, like you, Ash, I would much prefer for Final Fantasy VII Remake to get the love that it deserves. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and actually, uh, on that note, David, I just wanted to uh, highlight something Scott Barber said in the chat. They really liked The Last of Us Part Two, but there were reasons not to like it other than crappy homophobic and transphobic opinions. Absolutely, yeah. Scott. I, I didn't want to make, I didn't want to imply that there aren't other reasons to dislike it. I just think that the reason it lost the popular vote in the gamer's choice, player's choice thing is, again, 4chan bot, it got 4chan botted. People who yeah. are voting against it just because of that. That's not to that, say that, that has a play into it for sure. Criticism. Oh, yeah, there's yeah. a bit of yeah. that, but it's not the only reason. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I've been fortunate that I've dodged hate mobs most of my career in games. But when I reviewed Same. The Last of Us Part Two. <laughs> I got I got a lot of shit for it. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. comments were yeah. calling me a paid actor, telling me I'm a shill for liking <laughs> yeah. the game. Just a bunch of if you don't agree with dumb that, you shit. Say, How much did Sony pay you for to yeah. say that? <laughs> yeah, I've exactly. gotten that before. Yeah, and, I I got uh, people were coming down on me just for tweeting that I bought it. Like, I, when I went out to go buy, it, like, oh, you know, yeah. I've heard a lot about it. Can't wait to play it. And I tweeted a picture of the of the box because I went to pick it up at Target, and people just lost their minds just how playing the game <laughs> how dare i yeah. not ask how dare i not ask twitter for permission before i i decide to play a game how yeah. do you partake in consumerism <laughs> yeah yeah it's, yeah. It, it's whatever i i mean that being said i don't want to take away from the fact that ghost of tsushima won it, it is a good game it's a it's really a game. fun yeah, game yeah. check Absolutely. it out i love it personally it's an easy platinum too <laughs> yeah, yeah. A lot of PS4 games this past year that I want, I have not had a chance to check out that I still want to check out, and there's years before that that I want to check out as well. But eventually, eventually. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Rob Arman X says, "I can't believe Sony bought Crunchyroll and Steve's opinion." (laughs) (laughs) So much money just dishing around. Yeah, I know. (laughs) They sent me a PlayStation Five. You know, obviously, this is how they paid for the. You're clearly bought and paid for over there. I can see. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) 
I am wearing a PlayStation shirt yeah. too. I should probably just. I know, yeah. You corporate chill. Yeah. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> it like the, uh, the Animaniacs reboot with the Hulu merchandise. All oh over yeah. The money. Yeah, people are actually mad about that too. I, I know people are like mad about that as well. It's like Hulu is oh, buying my childhood. Mad about? Oh, they brought back the uh. show you love. <laughs> With the same people who like do the characters that you love. How dare this I has know, nothing whatever. to do with gaming, but Animaniacs is a is a case study on how to do a reboot correctly, and people are going to get pissed about that. Yeah, we got to we got to move on. It. Uh, All right, it's twenty yeah. twenty. Do <laughs> more anime yeah. stuff, Steve. Yeah. 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 All right, let's go ahead and throw our next story up on the screen. Congrats, Ghost of Tsushima. All right, so this is this is going to be a fun one for me. So uh, Jeff Keeley tweeted, uh, don't miss a brand new look at near replicant version, a bunch of numbers, during the Game Award free <laughs> show on Thursday, streaming at 6.30 p.m. Eastern, 3.30 p.m. Pacific at thegameawards.com. So, um, yeah, near replicant. Cool. I, I've not played... I've not played Automata yet because I'm a terrible human being. It's been sitting on Same. my PS4 hard drive for four years. Same. Yeah. I, 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 like, I, like I have it, but I just haven't put the time into it, unfortunately. Wait, yeah. I'm the only one of us four who who played Automata? It, oh, man, you guys. You're missing. So tell us all about it, Ash. Why is it your you game are, of the year? <laughs> it was close to it, the, the year I played it, or the year it came out. But it is it is one of those games that really does live up to the hype, you guys. If you, if you get a chance. Oh, I, I completely play, believe it because in preparation yeah. to play Automata, I played the original Nier. I, I've, I've done this whole thing. Um, right. and, and so I'm very familiar with, familiar with the whole replicant story. And it's, you know, one of those things where great, great story, great music, mm-hmm. not the greatest combat, but it does, it's, it does the job well. It, it's right. fine. But it, it's really the characters and story that pulls you in and really makes it something. And I think that's why Automata hit is because the combat was way better than what yeah. we had gotten before. Mm-hmm. And almost, it still had that good story and music and kind of just great way to put it out there. I played a demo. So I mean, like I could tell that like the, the combat was definitely a lot better than the original game for sure. Yeah. yeah. And actually and so- Derek, you specifically, there is a, one of the biggest moments, I won't spoil it of course, but one of the biggest moments in kingdom hearts three, I believe took direct inspiration from something huge that happens in automata and automata did it first so once you eventually play it i think you'll see what i mean in the, in the chat might be I mean, what i mean have uh, near content in final fantasy 14 so i think they're like that potentially yeah. ties into the overall story of near and all right. that but it's it, it is a big thing to have this remake and uh it is good if they can make it you know they can make it solid it's kind of funny because uh near came out in two different versions one for japan one for uh us the big difference right. was near himself in the original in japanese he's uh younger and is the brother to the main the one of the girls in america in america he's the fa- older and the father of this little girl and i think it, looking at the story and how it plays out it feels like it, t- it goes better as like the relationship works better as father daughter but with the other characters it works better as a younger man type thing. So it's a weird mm. thing that doesn't quite match up uh, fully on either case, but we're going to get, we only get young man near in this one. That said, right. old man near is ugly as sin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he is. Yeah. You know, I'm you excited know. to play this though. I never played the original near. Uh, I always was curious about it, but I just never really had a chance to really check it out. And uh, I'm excited, especially because I loved Automata so much. I'm so interested in this universe. I really can't wait to see. That's like, I, I know the broad strokes of how it started because of things that happen in Automata, and there's some backstory there. But mm-hmm. I can't wait to experience it myself. And uh, the sci-fi like world, world the story. So yeah. it really is. Yeah, uh, and amazing that it started. It's a spinoff of Drakengard of all things. I know, right? I liked that. I like uh, cool. Drakengard three, but. You know what I'm excited for, Ash? I'm excited that? that we're going to be streaming the Game Awards right here. What? So you can come well, join us tomorrow night <laughs> Our at first 4:30. ever team stream. I'm so excited. Yep. Team stream. We are, we are an official co-streamer of the Game Awards, so you can find us here. And I have put a lot of work into our presentation for this. So we are going to... Uh, I developed a... I, I, I don't know if you all know, but I'll get a little technical on you for a minute. I wrote a PowerShell script. So that every time someone on the stream says world premiere, we'll have a running counter 
on the stream and we will drink. <laughs> World so, premiere. I, I will. I may very well me. pass away is what I'm trying to tell you. Um, <laughs> and this will be, this will be unlike TNT open to everyone. The whole public yeah. will be able to join us for this. We'll be live streaming it. So yeah, and, of yeah. course it's going to be open to everybody. I'm so yeah, excited. It's, it's um, cool. We've got animations. We've got beer. We've got the whole thing. It's like a high school party without any of your friends. <laughs> so, and the, um, Fun fun part is is that uh, I will be doing the pre show as well, which starts at six thirty Eastern, three thirty Pacific. Uh, so it's gonna be a long night because we got the pre <laughs> show, we got the main show, and then we have a post show of our own where we're gonna be bringing on Scott the Waz to discuss what was revealed and sh- taught, you know shown during the uh, whole thing to see how it all wraps up. We're gonna be going for a while, it seems. So that'll be something like that yeah uh something else entirely and the funny thing is it uh it's kind of all topic but of course persona 5 strikers was a f- officially revealed this week um this was totally meant for the uh show the game awards though because they're having the thing the the main singer of the persona 5 songs performing in the pre-show so it's like uh, yeah whoop. It's a great soundtrack too, so I'm really looking forward to see like a live rendition of it right there. That's pretty sweet. <laughs> yeah, it'll it'll definitely be a fun show. So, um, if you're gonna watch the Game Awards, please watch it with us. We're cool. And please friends. also, also please watch it responsibly. Like we're gonna get beer. Like we're not actually gonna do uh, shots every time. No, yeah, no, no. We're we won't. We won't survive the experience, and neither will you. So just like, like oh if, if you want to drink with us, it's fine. But just have beer, something like like. Don't please. We don't want to like have a soda, have a water. I don't care. It's about <laughs> yeah. camaraderie, not about waking up the next morning wondering exactly. why your car's on fire. Come to die. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, um, also also yeah, I don't know that Scott is going to be drinking with us. We have not asked him to do that. Um, no. I, I doubt unbecoming. He's not be here with, the, with all the world premieres. Yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> also, uh, I can't say for sure, but I do believe she she won't be on camera. But I do believe that my wife will be joining us off camera for just you know commenting on things as they happen because we always watch the Game Awards every year together. Anyway, uh, even you know before when we were doing it as the GX crew, she would be off camera just you know. Uh, giving her 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 take on on things, so she might be part of this as well. Yeah, cool. yeah. so and come. Amy, I, I'm, I'm sure Amy will be around just because it's so late and goes for so long. So yeah, you might, you might get baby on stream. <laughs> cool. There we oh, go. Man. So uh, sounds sounds like a promising evening. A, a couple of of adults drinking, making fun of the game awards. Potentially a baby. Who knows? Uh, it'll be a good time though. So we are we are just about at the end of tonight's program. So let's let's do our last story. I don't even remember what it is at this point. Let's go. Ninja Gaiden. Ooh, there we go. So not Gaiden. It's Gaiden. There we go. Yeah, yeah. I. I I don't understand why people call it Gaiden, but anyway, uh, Ninja Gaiden Sigma Trilogy <laughs> listed for Nintendo <laughs> Switch and PS4 by Web Store Extra Life includes Ninja Gaiden Sigma, Gaiden Sigma 2, Gaiden 3 Razor's Edge. Um, not, a, not a lot to, to really break down here. I'm not the world's biggest uh, 3D Ninja Gaiden fan uh, because I'm terrible at them, but... Uh, it's exciting for folks that do that are into these games, but I'm not sure what the track record of Extra Life is. Um, I think yeah, it was either I you... saw a response where they've uh, basically said they've incorrectly leaked stuff before, where they said that Metal Gear, Metal Gear Solid Five would be released March March of 2015. It released in September. They said mm-hmm. the Series X would be $430 when it was actually $499. But this one has a little bit more possibility because there, apparently there was a Hong Kong listing as well uh, on Reddit back in September, kind of Hong leaking. Kong, <laughs> so, there's a bit more to it than that. Not a huge amount, but we'll see. Ash actually knows that they, they for this mock-up, they're yeah. using the wrong logo. I have a personal vendetta against whatever intern made this mock-up because they, <laughs> they used the original NES trilogy logo for this right. mock-up, and... That's what I want. I mean, maybe I'm in the minority. The 3D Ninja Gaiden games, they're cool. Whatever. Take them, leave them. I actually legit want the NES trilogy ported 
to to switch and like like with rewind and save states like that would be awesome and don't we uh, have um is, ninja uh, gaiden one at the very least on the we, we do have that on nes online we so we do yeah. at least so have that. Three, that that's that's missing i think or yeah two and three so okay. i would totally go for a for a you know like a, a collection on switch of all three nes games but that's not what this appears to be whoever made the mock-up we are never going to be friends okay. we are in, so but... we we talked about this before but it would be funny if um you know this the rumor is that this is coming to switch i don't know if it's also any other systems as well for this trilogy but really funny it's like all right it's out on switch and then smash ryu hayabusa that'd be sweet that would be pretty that'd be cool I, that I, would I be hype if it's legacy yeah. nes characters he's the one that probably deserves it the yeah. most That'd be cool. As long as it's Hayabusa from NES and not like Dead or Alive 3D Ninja Gaiden Hayabusa. Well, you I don't like Hayabusa with Frost. You mean like a light in? purple, like lavender kind of like Ninja Gaiden? Like, yeah. You know, like slashes here and there. Like, that'd be great. Yeah. Totally. I mean, there's so much. I mean, there's so many stages I can think of they could pull up, pull from from the 3DS games, not to mention the music. The soundtracks yes. for all three yeah. of those games are so good. That's why Matt I alone is the reason for them in the game, also the music. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 No, no, that'd be so cool though. Or or do like a do both, right? Have like two different like four NES Hayabusa color, you know, costumes and then four 3D mm. era Hayabusa costumes. Yeah, I that think that makes cool. sense because there's fans both sides. Yeah. Have the classic fans, have the new school fans. Yeah. I mean, I, I think so um, about that. I think the original 3D Ninja Gaiden game that was on the OG Xbox, um I think there was an ability like if you went through like some stupidly hard requirements basically you could actually unlock the original nes game to play it on the uh xbox oh, could you? Oh, nice. it's pretty cool nice. yeah um i love like the first uh the first 3d ninja ninja gaiden it's definitely very tough like you know a lot of those games are very tough like the ninja gaiden series in general which is very very tough but um it's just one kind of like you know if you're in the dark souls like mindset of like gaming basically and um dark souls isn't your bag this might be you know so um, I would definitely highly, highly recommend for anyone to check it out, uh, especially if it, you know, if this collection is coming out, um, it's definitely something I, I might look to, uh, to picking up uh, later on in the future. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It'd be kind of cool if, uh, Akane was an old, uh, old costume as well. That's true. Oh, yeah. that would yeah. be and cool. I mean, um, and I mean, you know, there is actual, I mean, I would say there's still a real possibility that Hayabusa could be one of the remaining DLC characters. We know that Nintendo and Koei Tecmo have a good working relationship. Age of Calamity, Hyrule Warriors, or OG, yeah. obviously. So I feel like this could be maybe a Terry-esque situation where, you know, we got this SNK character out of nowhere. Maybe we'll get this Koei Tecmo character out of nowhere. I, I don't think it's impossible. That's that's all I'm going to say. We'll see, though. I mean, if they can get Kunio-kun from River City Ransom in there i mean i'm just kind of like just thinking now like what you said Cody Tech <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah yeah all right oh, so i think well, we've we've reached the end the end so, so tonight is um, over we I'm... have almost but I, I really quick i wanted to no i wanted to um wish oh i can't find your name right oh, now. oh oh you, oh the happy norman. 21st the norman. i want to wish you a happy birthday 21st birthday oh, yes happy turn, birthday. turn 21st yeah, on, our, on our tuesday break so yeah awesome. Happy birthday! And just in time for the Game Awards drinkathon. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Exactly. So, uh, pull, grab um, grab a beer, just one. <laughs> just and I guess really that. quick, because I haven't had one yet. One one two keeps saying that they're hoping for a Mega Man Battle Network Legacy Collection announcement during TGA tomorrow. I don't. I'm buckle. sorry. Don't get your hopes up. I, yeah, I don't. I don't, I don't expect TGA that. doesn't seem like the like the right venue for a Mega Man announcement. I just don't think it's going to happen. I could be wrong. I would love to be, but don't I mean, get your hopes up. Yeah, we got the Z and ZX collections, so you know I'm sure that'll come like sometime down the road, if not like then, but yeah. maybe not in the future for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, so there yeah, people are apparently taking shots at Ash's mega mentions now. So, well, <laughs> you're lucky you only got one mega shot. <laughs> yeah. well, that's mega, technically a second yeah, one. Mega, so, mega. <laughs> hey, Captain N. <laughs> oh God, chain smoker, green mega man from Captain N. Oh God, I thought that was a closer you're doing this. Like mega, mega. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We're yeah, mega screwed yeah. here. The worst. <laughs> oh, the worst. All right, we got to let wow. Steve do his outro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, this episode is over. I'm calling it. It's over. It's over. <laughs> it's over. It's, it's over. That's two Homestar Runner references in two episodes. That's good. We nice. did it. Nice. Nice. <laughs> Obviously, we're we're gonna we're gonna make this a thing. All right. Oh, why? <laughs> Email. All right. Sorry. All right. So with that, with that last little bit of you know stupidity <laughs> let's, let's just call it, what it is. i'm not a smart man 
Um, that's that's it. The major headlines from today and yesterday. If you if you didn't catch the memo, we are now every other night. So today's news every other tonight, I guess. <laughs> but uh, so so today's and yesterday's headlines. Uh, that is it. But before we sign off, David, where can we find you, my friend? Uh, sure. Uh, best way to find me really would be on Twitter or Instagram. I'm at the guilty man. D a g i l t y m a n. Uh, there's also my website, logically-dashing.com. Um, you know, I'm looking to update that very, very shortly. Uh, kind of put more emphasis on the voiceover side of things and, uh, stay tuned, uh, for like any sort of postings I'll put on Twitter, um, for the, uh, for, for, you know, for the audio book, uh, which I did produce, nice. uh, which should be up very shortly. Uh, not sure when, again, that's up the Amazon. So, um, but, uh, yeah, so again, it's a stay a while and listen book to, uh, heaven, hell and secret cow levels. Um, so I did the, <laughs> I did the narration for it as well as the production of the book itself. It's uh, 28 chapters, I believe, of wow. uh, crazy, crazy drama that happened to Blizzard during the 90s. So stay tuned for that. Nice. Nice. I can't wait. I, I definitely want to check that out. Like I said, uh, Diablo 2, my dad, we have a long history. So I I'd definitely like to give that a I'll show you the listen. secret video that I have put together. Yes. For it. Yes. I can't wait to check nice. that out. So before we sign off, we have to give special thanks to all our patrons, all of you. All of you. We love you all. But especially at our producer tier, y'all should see your name scrolling on the video on demand version right now. Um, and an extra special thanks to our patrons at the executive producer tier, one of whom joined us in this episode. Uh, and those folks are Rob, Arman X, Dan and Twistle, Z Patty, Adam O'Sullivan, Floating Mew, Christopher, The D Pad, Vesmio, Waffle King, Kieran Phillips, Benny Yao, my mom. Hi, mom. <laughs> Geller, <laughs> Shiny Turkey, Titus Malvolio, Jake Pelka, Michael Phone, Mitchell Herring, Jay Acosta, Game Explained, Charles Zaz, Andrew Medeiros, Jonathan Belmare, Kitty Kong Facts, Patrick Harrison, and our newest member, 112. Welcome to the club. Uh, remember, you can join us on Patreon. You can become a patron at patreon.com slash gvgaming. You can watch today's news tonight live for as little as $5 a month. You can join our exclusive Discord for just $1 a month. And you can get those cool producer and executive producer uh, benefits for other prices. Feel free to go check out the site. If you like this video, please be sure to subscribe to Good Vibes Gaming for more good times like these. And until next time, good night and good vibes. Bye, everyone. Good Later. Good night, everybody. <laughs>